Good evening, it is 5pm and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective, Christina Laurie, Diana Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, and Jesse Bell. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. To start off, New Splash School Initiative delivers swim lessons to local students. The City of Kingston, along with the Limestone District School Board, YMCA of Eastern Ontario, and St. Lawrence Pools are partnering up to provide swim opportunities to Kingston students. Splash School is sponsored by St. Lawrence Pools and a new initiative to give youth more time and water to work on swim fundamentals in a safe, fun environment. Between May 29th and the end of the school year, grade 4 and 5 students at a local school will get the chance to strengthen their aquatic skills. Twice a week during school hours, students will have swim time and receive swimming lessons from certified instructors. Through this Learn to Swim program, students will also receive a participation certificate and skills report. South Frontenac invites applications for 2023 Lake Ecosystem Grants. South Frontenac Township is inviting lake associations and other not-for-profit community groups looking to make positive changes in the health of lakes to apply for a Lake Ecosystem Grant. The deadline for applications is Friday, August 4th, 2023. The Lake Ecosystem Grant Program is designed to support projects focused on encouraging the preservation, restoration, monitoring, and analysis of lake ecosystems within South Frontenac. The program funds projects up to $10,000 that reduce or limit diffuse point source runoff caused by human disturbance of the land, create or increase shoreline buffer zones, protect or enhance wildlife habitat, or help with lake environment monitoring and data collection. Interested groups can apply at southfrontenac.net slash grants. For questions relating to the Lake Ecosystem Grant Program, please contact Christine Woods, Senior Planner at 613-376-3027, extension 2221, or via email at cwoods Electrical Safety Authority and Utilities Kingston urge you to stay safe during Powerline Safety Week. To help educate the people who live and work in Kingston and keep them safe, this Powerline Safety Week, May 15th to 21st, the Electrical Safety Authority and Utilities Kingston are partnering to bust the myths around deadly hazards of power lines. In Ontario, the number of power line contacts reported in the general public have increased over the last three years. From 2012 to 2021, 19 fatalities and 1,393 overhead power line contacts were reported. Almost one-third involved accidental power line contacts from backyard activities like tree pruning, when using high-reach equipment, or due to outdoor home renovations. The danger that power lines pose is very real and a power line contact can have devastating consequences in an instant, said Patrick Falzone, power line specialist at the Electrical Safety Authority. We know there are many myths out there that may provide a false sense of security around power lines. But whether you are cleaning up the yard or come across a downed power line from a storm, there are important steps you should take to keep yourself and those around you safe. Remembering to stay 3 meters away from overhead power lines could save your life, whether you're landscaping, taking down Christmas lights, or breaking ground on a new deck. Stay aware of your surroundings. One single distraction, no matter how momentary, can cause life-threatening injury or fatality, says Jim Miller, Chief Operating Officer of Utilities Kingston. Some of the most common myths around power lines include Down power line wires need to be moving or arcing if they are energized. Actually, always assume a down power line has electricity flowing through it even if it isn't moving. Stay back at least 10 meters. That's the length of a school bus and call 911 and your local hydro utility. Myth, orange cover-ups on power lines will protect others from electrical shock. Fact, more than 67% of construction workers in Ontario believe this or aren't sure. This is a deadly misconception. Orange cover-ups on power lines are used for identification purposes only and you should always remain a minimum of three meters away from overhead power lines. Myth, if your ladder isn't metal, it can rest on or near the power line. No matter what a ladder is made of, it is a possible hazard. 
be safe. Keep all ladders three meters away from overhead power lines. Those are only a few of the most surrounding power lines, so for more information about power line safety, including tips for homeowners and construction workers, visit esasafe.com slash stoplooklive. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is our Arts Desk with Lauren Tucker. Thank you, Christina. We are extremely close to seeing the return of Miss Emily to the Isabel Bader Center this Friday, May 19th. This Kingston-based Juno-nominated artist joined us in the station on Monday to talk about the upcoming performance and the songs we'll hear. Take a listen. So this one's a real big one for me. I mean, I've played that room so many times, um, really in recent years. I mean, just, you know, three years leading up to the COVID times, I played there quite a bit. And, um... It was always magical. It was always fun. I always invited as many friends as I could to be on stage with me so we could just, (laughs) you know, share the love and celebrate that time together. So um, it was exciting. And that was before all of the craziness of the last few years. And and included in some of the negative craziness, the positive craziness being this Live with the Isabel album that I released during COVID, uh, being nominated for a Juno. Catch the full interview and performance from Miss Emily from 5.30 p.m. on Monday on our CFRC program archives. Tickets are still available now at the listing at queensu.ca slash theisabel, and CFRC is giving away two pairs of tickets to the event on our socials and announcing the winners tomorrow morning on Indie Wake Up Call and This Just In. Again, that's Miss Emily at the Isabel this Friday. Doors for the show are at 7 p.m. And as an update of our coverage of the recent Bader and Overton piano competition hosted at the Isabel, we can now announce the winners of the three finalists selected from the initial group of six performers. Paul Williamson received third prize, Elijah Orlenko received second prize, and Jonathan Mack finished with first prize. CFRC would like to extend our biggest congratulations to all of the performers and the entire team at the Isabel for a successful event. If you couldn't catch the performances just then, but are still looking for some marvelous piano in your life, the entire event is available now to watch for free on the Isabel Digital Concert Hall. And submissions for the Kingston Canadian Film Festival of 2024 are now open. The festival is accepting submissions for features, mid-length films, Canadian shorts, local shorts, and youth shorts created by those filmmakers in secondary school. All submission fees have been waived at this time, and films which screen at the festival are eligible for screening fees and awards, so there's no better time for filmmakers to submit. Full eligibility criteria and submission forms are available now at kingscanfilmfest.com submit. As for live music to look forward to, here's just a few shows coming up this week in Kingston and the surrounding area. On Friday, May 19th, local singer-songwriter Paula Wood will be playing a free show with friends at the Royal Tavern 2.0 at 9pm. At the Mansion on Saturday the 20th, instrumental groove jazz group Clear Breeze will be playing an 8pm benefit show for earthquake relief in Turkey. Admission will be by donation on a sliding scale from $5 to $25 and doors are at 7pm. On Sunday, May 21st, indie pop experimentalist John Southworth will be playing a no-cover show at 7pm at Hotel Wolf Island with special guest The Titillators. Also on May 21st, the Overtime Sports Bar will be hosting a benefit concert in support of the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario. The concert has an 8.30pm start and will feature performances from Christos Greek, Echoes, Sweet Machete, Texas Tuxedo, and Freaks and Geeks. Tickets are $10 at the door and all proceeds will be going towards the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario. 
For more information on these and many more performances, be sure to visit kingstonlive.ca. Coming down the line in live music as well is the return of the Spring Reverb Music Festival from June 1st to 4th in downtown Kingston. Beyond the dozens of amazing acts that will be playing the weekend, some with free admission, the music festival will be hosting free panels and talks for musicians and fans alike, which only ask that you pre-register now at kppconcerts.org slash springreverb. CFRC will be kicking off our coverage of Spring Reverb with a bang, featuring two special announcements. The Kingston Curator, your full-hour program of local arts news, will be returning with a new season on the air beginning this Friday at 3 p.m. and covering the event until its arrival. And our premiere program will feature an interview with Kingston performer, one of the headliners of Spring Reverb, and bassist of the tragically hip Gord Sinclair about his work and the upcoming gig. Again, be sure to catch the Kingston Curator Friday at 3 p.m. to hear that interview, plus many more, including Lisa Leskian, Creativity Studio Artist at the Tet, and Miss Emily. That's all for the Arts Desk today, and now I'll throw it over to Jesse Bell at the Sports Desk. Thank you very much, Lauren. This is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk with your sports report for Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. The conference finals of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are set to begin on Thursday, May 18th, with a game between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers. The Western Conference Finals matchup will be between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars, and that is set to begin on Friday, May 19th. The city of Tempe, Arizona has rejected the Arizona Coyotes stadium bid, leaving the team's future quite uncertain. With the rejection of this bid, which was an attempt to get public money to build a new stadium for the team, it seems very likely that the Coyotes will have no choice but to relocate. As to where they end up, that is still a matter of discussion. But one thing is for certain, major developments are happening in the desert and we could see the NHL's southernmost franchise moving elsewhere. The San Antonio Spurs won the right to draft 7'5 French phenom Victor Wembanyama in the NBA Draft Lottery with the first overall pick. This is the third time the San Antonio Spurs have received the first overall draft pick. In 1987, they drafted David Robinson first overall, who went on to have a Hall of Fame career. In 1997, they drafted Tim Duncan, a fellow Hall of Famer. So things bode well for Wembanyama, who is considered to be a generational talent, perhaps even on par with LeBron James. In Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals in the NBA Playoffs, the Denver Nuggets defeated the Los Angeles Lakers by a score of 132-126. to And ending things off, in Major League Baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays lost to the New York Yankees by a score of 6-3. They sit in third place in the ultra-competitive AL East. That's it for your sports report for Wednesday, May 17th. I'm going to throw it over to my friend Chancellor with your community update. Thank you, good afternoon, and welcome to CFRC's Community Update, your source for news and events happening around Kingston, Ontario. Get ready to celebrate Indigenous History Month in June with an exciting event at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library. Join us for Amanda Fox's powwow workout and experience the exhilarating beat of the powwow drums. Amanda Fox, a dynamic and talented Ojibwe artist, will be your guide as she leads participants through a series of powwow dance steps set to both contemporary and traditional music. It's not just a workout, it's a cultural experience that will get you moving to the rhythm of the drum. 
Don't miss this unforgettable opportunity. The Kingston Frontenac Public Library Central Branch will be hosting two identical 30-minute sessions on June 3rd, 2023. Choose between the 1 to 1.45 p.m. session or the 3 to 3.45 p.m. session. To secure your spot, register for only one session at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library events calendar online. So mark your calendars for June 3rd and join us for Amanda Fox's powwow workout at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library Central Branch. Register now for an incredible experience that combines fitness, culture, and the captivating rhythm of the powwow drums. For those looking forward to the long weekend, the City of Kingston has compiled a list of scheduling impacts and event ideas to help you make the most of your Victoria Day holiday. First, let's go over the scheduling impacts. There will be no collection of garbage, green bin, and recycling on Monday. Collection will occur on the day after your regular collection day. The Kingston Area Recycling Center will also be closed on Monday. Kingston Transit will operate on a Sunday schedule for all routes except Route 18, which will run on its regular weekday schedule. Kingston Transit will be free on all routes throughout the Saturday, May 20th. Kingston Access Services will have limited service on Monday. Administrative offices, including housing and social services and provincial offices, will be closed on Monday. Utilities Kingston and Kingston Hydro will also be closed. In case of a utility emergency, such as a gas smell, power outage, or water main break, please call the Utilities Kingston 24-hour number at 613-546-1181. Hydro One Electricity customers in the West and East Ends can call 1-800-434-1235 and Enbridge customers can call 1-877-969-0999. Customers on time of use pricing are reminded that electricity used on weekends and holidays is charged at off-peak prices. Several recreation facilities will also be affected by the holiday. The Invista Center and Arenas, Artillery Park Aquatic Center, Rideau Heights Community Center, Kingston East Community Center, and Kingston Frontenac Public Library will be closed on Monday. However, library services and digital collections can still be accessed online and new users can register online for a library card. Portsmouth Olympic Harbor and Confederation Basin marinas will remain open. Please note that the Kingston Grand Theater box office will be closed on Sunday and Monday. However, tickets for all shows can be purchased online at kingstongrand.ca 24 hours a day. The Pump House Museum will also be closed on Sunday and Monday, and the Tet Center for Creativity and Learning will be closed on Monday, but open following a regular schedule on Saturday and Sunday. Now let's talk about events and tips for the weekend. Utilities Kingston presents Spring into Summer on Saturday, May 20th at Lake Ontario Park. This free family event kicks off at 1 p.m. with daytime activities and live music, culminating in a fireworks display at 9.30 p.m. Don't forget that transit will be free all day Saturday, so you can easily join in on the fun. Kingston Fire and Rescue reminds all residents to obtain a free open-air fire permit if planning backyard fires. Please read and comply with the full list of regulations for fireworks. Attending a fireworks display in Lake Ontario Park is recommended for safety and cost effectiveness. However, if you do decide to set off fireworks at home, please follow the manufacturer's instructions and read safety guidelines. The City of Kingston wishes all residents a safe and happy long weekend and expresses gratitude to those who will be working to keep our community running during this time. And that's all for now. Over to Christina Laurie 
with the campus news. Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. Community celebrates success of Queen's University PhD Community Initiative Program. Participants from the Queen's University PhD Community Initiative Program gathered at City Hall on Tuesday to present their research findings and celebrate another successful year of community engagement. Over the past year, six interdisciplinary teams of PhD students worked with community organizations to conduct studies that address a particular issue or challenge of importance to them. These partnerships aim to foster local engagement, promote the exchange of knowledge, and facilitate tangible solutions, as well as offer experiential learning opportunities for the students. The City of Kingston had the privilege of working with two of these teams, gaining insightful proposals in the areas of strategic planning and service delivery. The first project focused on developing a community approach to exploring the implementation of the UN's 17 Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, or the Kingston Region. Working closely with key stakeholders, the students identified the importance of public engagement and collaboration between the city and its partners in effectively integrating the SDG framework. This approach enables a better understanding of local priorities and facilitates progress tracking to create greater social impact within the community. The second team provided a childcare market needs assessment for the Kingston and Frontenac region. By looking into the changing demographics and conducting a survey to determine the challenges that local childcare and early years service providers are facing, the team provided recommendations on how the city can better support the sector and address the changing needs of our families in our region. The PhDCI program began as a pilot project in 2016 and since then students have had the chance to work with community groups in different sectors across our region and province. These partnerships between the students and community organizations they support demonstrate the importance of bridging the gap between academic research and community engagement. By working together, the students and the organizations are creating new knowledge, building capacity, and fostering social change. Craig Desjardins, Director of Strategy, Innovation, and Partnerships at the City, reflected on the students' work, stating, We're so grateful to be able to work with Queen students once again through the PhD Community Initiative Program. We have world-class talent right here in Kingston, and this program allows us to tap into the expertise to solve real problems that the community is facing. The commitment of these students has been invaluable in advancing our mission and addressing challenges that arise as our city grows. That's all for your campus news this week, and next up is Dinah Jansen with the weather. Thank you so much. And now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight we'll have clear skies with a low plus one with patchy frost. On Thursday we'll have sunny skies and a high of 16. Clear skies at night with a low plus three. On Friday sunny with a high of 20. And cloudy periods that night with a 40% chance of showers and a low of 10. On Saturday we'll have cloudy skies with a 60% chance of showers and a high of 20. Saturday night cloudy with a 30% chance of showers and a low of 11. And the outlook for Sunday is cloudy skies with a high of 18 and Sunday night clear skies with a low of 7. And now it's time for the City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists could expect road closures at Dunkirk Avenue from Alfred to Fergus, Gore Street from Ontario to King, Lower Brewers, Swing Bridge, King Street from Plast Arms to the Tragically Hip Way, Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess, the Tragically Hip Way from King to Ontario, University Avenue from Union to Earl, and Wright Crescent, South Intersection of Palace to 16 Palace. 
The School Streets Initiative is still in effect from 8.40 a.m. to 9.10 a.m. and 3.20 p.m. to 3.50 p.m. weekdays until June 29th at McDonnell Street from Earl to Hill and Sydenham Street from Ordnance to Colburn. The Play Street Initiative is in effect until the end of August at Thomas Street from County to Patrick on Mondays from 3.30 to 5.30. There are still parking disruptions at the Chan Memorial parking lot due to construction. There is parking availability at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages in the two adjacent blocks to the east. And at Center 70, public EV charging stations will be unavailable until late October due to seasonal relocation of the sleeping cabins to this site. And motorists can also expect other delays at Bullen Road from MacGyver to the end of Bullen, Cordukes Road from Burbrook to Unity, Flanagan Road, Kepler to Sydenham, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Jackson Mills, to Burbrook Road, Kepler Road from Babcock to Flanagan, Lee Road, Babcock to the end of Lee, Portsmouth Avenue at Princess, Princess Street from Concession to 945 Princess, Queen Street from Sydenham to Montreal, Sandhill Road from Boundary to 3058 Sandhill and Taylor Kid Boulevard, Collins Bay to 100 meters west of the Collins Creek Bridge. And the Rideau Trail from Queen Mary to Parkway is closed for crews to replace the sanitary main, install shoring, and build a new gravel pathway. And now over to Lauren Tucker with this week's CFRC events report. Thanks, Dinah. Here's what's happening this week in Kingston. Presented by the Kingston Frontenac Public Library is the first session of Yukalong for Adults on Thursday, May 18th from 6.30 to 7.15 p.m. at the Isabel Turner Branch. These sessions are for adults with ukulele experience and participants are encouraged to bring their own instrument. This session, the Disney Songs Edition, is currently on waitlist, but you can register now for the upcoming sessions on the third Thursday of each month at calendar.kfpl.ca. The Agnes Etherington Art Center will be hosting Art Hive this and every Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. from now until June 8th. These events are open to adults 16 and up and are meant to explore the idea of art as therapy and a mode of relaxation and well-being. All materials are free and no art experience is required and facilitator and art therapist Harper Johnston will be available for participants seeking some guidance. These events are free but you must pre-register now on the listing at agnes.queensu.ca participate. Also on Thursday, May 18th, there will be a 15th anniversary screening of Mamma Mia at the screening room at 6 p.m. Celebrate a belated Mother's Day with this singing encouraged viewing of the movie musical, enjoy a special on wine, and spend an evening downtown. Tickets are available now at screeningroomkingston.com. Joe's Mill will be hosting their 4B yard sale on Saturday, May 20th from 11 to 4 p.m. in the Tet Center Activity Room. This event will be a clearance sale with great bargains on their surplus musical instruments and supplies. Perfect for beginners and seasoned musicians, admission to this sale is free and on a walk-in basis. And last but not least, the Memorial Center Farmer's Market has returned for the spring and summer seasons. The market is open every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Kingston Memorial Center and offers fresh produce from within 100 kilometers of Kingston and more. Visit their website, memorialcenterfarmersmarket.ca, for more information on vendors and events. Now I'll throw it over to Chancellor with your CFRC invitation. Thank you very much. This is your CFRC invitation. Tomorrow night. 
At 6 p.m., Between Friends featuring Madison and Sophia will be airing for the first time on CFRC.ca and 101.9 FM. Tune in and check out their eclectic mix of taste in music, as well as their fun banter, a show that will make you feel like you're hanging out amongst friends. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the local journalism initiative, Queen's University Career Services, and Approved Contractors. Visit approvedcontractors.ca today for more information on your asphalt paving needs. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.